Great news, everyone. Jesus is alive and well. This is Glenn Raglan, Educational and Transformational Ministries. Great ministries. Welcome to this week's podcast. Let's pray. Father God, we come thanking you again for the vaccines that have been developed for COVID-19 relief. We pray for those who have suffered from COVID-19, their friends, their family, their loved ones. We pray for the first responders, the healthcare workers who are on the front line in the battle over COVID. We pray for victory over cancer. We pray that your word will go forward. It will not return to you empty. It will accomplish what you sent it to do in the name of Jesus. Amen. Did you hear about the 65-year-old woman who was arrested in Texas for refusing to wear her mask, resisting arrest, and a few other charges? When she cried that she was being abused by the police, the crowd responded that she was not being abused. The woman then called them sheep. If everyone in the establishment has on their mask, but you don't, what does that make you? That makes you selfish. Total disregard for public health. It's only about what I want or don't want. A week later, she was arrested again for not wearing a mask in a different location. Paul was dealing with the selfishness at the church of Philippi, teaching them to be like Christ. In Philippians 2, 5 through 11, let's look at what my Lord and Savior gave up just to come to earth. Paul writes the greatest passage in the New Testament on incarnation in these verses. Listen to what Paul says in verse 5. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Just like the woman has a choice to wear the mask, we have a choice to conform our minds to be like Jesus. Verse 6 says, Who, being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal to God? My friends, Jesus has always been God. Prior to his birth in a manger, he existed as God. The word being in this verse is the very essence of a person, which cannot be changed and remains the same. Paul is teaching his readers that the Lord did not stop being God when he put on humanity. Throughout history, there have been those who accept the humanity of Jesus, but deny his deity. Or, they deny his humanity and accept his deity. And yes, there are those who deny both his humanity and his deity. As a believer, you must accept his humanity and his deity. You must accept his humanity because only a sinless man could provide the sacrifice required by God the Father to pay for our sins. You must accept his deity since he showed control over his creation. For example, Jesus was asleep in the boat when the storm came. Him sleeping was a total human act. When he was awakened by his disciples, he got up and calmed the storm. Only God could do that. Now you try it. The next storm that comes along, you run outside and tell it to stop. Your only result will be you getting wet. When Paul writes that Jesus did not consider it robbery to be equal with God, the context of this phrase is to cling to something. Now think about it. Jesus didn't have to cling to the authority of his deity. He already had it and chose not to cling to it. In verse 7, Paul writes, But made himself of no reputation, and took upon the form of a servant, and was made in the likeness of men. A well-known translation of this verse is that he emptied himself. Folks, the word for emptied is kenosis in the Greek. 
Some theories hold that Jesus emptied himself of some of his deity. My Christian friends, Jesus could not become less God by putting on humanity. He chose to restrict the one thing that would have limited his ministry, and that was his glory. Instead, he chose to empty himself into the form of a bondservant. Here we have the ultimate example of selflessness. The creator of heaven and earth chose to become a slave. He chose to be the ultimate sacrifice. He chose to give his life as a ransom for many. He chose to be humiliated. He didn't have to do it, but he loved his creation so much that he laid down his life. Nobody took it. Philippians 2 and 8 goes on to say, And being found in the form as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even the death of a cross. My Christian companions, the lady who refused to wear her mask did not humble herself, and it cost her the freedom she previously enjoyed. The Word humbled himself and took on the flesh of mankind by being born as a baby. The Word humbled himself and was born into poverty. The Word humbled himself by allowing other humans to spit on him, to mock him, to smack him, and to humiliate him. The Word humbled himself by allowing sinful men to nail him to a cross. The Word humbled himself by taking on the wrath of God as payment for your sins and my sins. My comrades, the Jews considered a person who was hung on a cross cursed by God. Listen to what Deuteronomy 21 and 23 says. It reads, His body shall not remain overnight on a tree, but you shall surely bury him that day, so that you do not defile the land which the Lord your God is giving you as an inheritance. For he who is hanged is accursed of God. The cross is a stumbling block for the Jews. They cannot imagine God incarnate being hung on a cross. To them, it means there is no possible way that Jesus could be the Messiah and be nailed to a cross. But hear what Galatians 3.13 says. Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, having become a curse for us. For it is written, Cursed is anyone who hangs on a tree. So you see, my friends, Jesus took on the curse that was pronounced on mankind in the Garden of Eden. But look at what God does to reward Christ for his obedience. Philippians 2 and 9 says, Therefore God has highly exalted him and given him a name above every name. My Christian companions, when God exalts you, that is truly something. But when he highly exalts you, that is a level with no equal. God gives Jesus the title Yahweh, and there is no higher name. This verse should end all discussion about the deity of Jesus Christ. My friends, the consequences of Philippians 2 verses 10 and 11 are profound. First of all, every knee shall bow to the Lordship of Jesus Christ. Believers will bow in joyful exhilaration. Those who do not believe that he is Lord will still have to bow. The Bible says that at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow, of those in heaven and those on earth and those under the earth, and that every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Folks, what a glorious day that will be when all of creation confesses. On that day, all atheists and agnostics will cease to exist. On that day, those who refuse to give Jesus the praise, the honor, and the glory due him will confess out of their own mouths 
that Jesus is Lord. The angels in heaven, the dead, the demons, and the lost will all come to the realization that Jesus is Lord. So my friends, Jesus has already paid for your sins and my sins with his precious blood. If you deny him as Lord now, you will still confess him as Lord later. The difference is, if you deny him now, you will not spend eternity with him. You can accept him now and spend eternity with him. The choice is yours. Will you accept his sacrifice today? Let's pray. Lord, we ask that you bless those who will accept Jesus as Lord and Savior. Amen. I continue to encourage you to find a good Bible teaching church. Send your prayer request as well as your praise reports to our email address, which is hello at greatministries.org. Please continue to pray for Great Ministries and share us with your friends, your family, your loved ones, and the unsaved. This ministry is supported by friends like you. If you'd like to donate to us, go to greatministries.org and click on the donate button. You may also write to us at P.O. Box 1654, Lilburn, Georgia, 30048, or call us at 678-693-2204. Stay safe, be blessed, and have a great week.